Whether you drink soy milk, oat milk, almond milk, rice milk or chalky milk, we've got a seat at the table for you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. The oat milk was actually on special at the shops uh, the other day, Matt O'Kine, so I picked some up to uh, give it a test in the coffee. <laughs> what, are you just going in blind, were you? Just like, oh yeah, I might as well just try some oat milk. Well, it's very, like, as far as how much water and land and everything it uses, it's one of the, it's the lower ends of all the milks. And so it's there and look, I'm going to have to keep persevering. But I didn't like coffee as it was to start with as well. So I think I just need to, uh, to persevere and uh, I'll get a taste for it. I mean, when you think about it, it's all, it's all just bin juice. You know what I mean? <laughs> like coffee, it's just like you're just, you're just running water through like beans Oat milk is just water and whatever oats are, you know. Almond Tea. milk sucks. That's disgrace. <laughs> they, they're, they're calling anything milk these days. They've got macadamia milk, avocado milk. It's all bull dust. What do you reckon we haven't tried yet? What do you? What is Matt O'Kine going to be bringing out? The new uh, the brand shrimp new milk. Hot- shrimp milk. <laughs> Bring it out. <laughs> Well, you know, everyone throws out the tubes. What if you got all the shrimp tubes, ground it down, a little bit of fermentation, a bit of a pasteurisation, if you don't mind. A bit of a double roasting, eh? (laughs) Matt Matt (laughs) Alex All Day Breakfast Shrimp Milk uh, coming to a fridge section near you. No, thank you very much for downloading the podcast. Very happy to be chatting to you today. And um, we're going to be helping you out. Um, Matt and I uh, are no legal experts, but uh, recently that hasn't stopped many Victorians threatening legal action. And so we reckon if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander, we're going to help you sue. Yeah, we're also going to be uh, chatting to someone who has also had a career ender, much like uh, myself. If you are listening a, a week ago, we were talking all things ending of careers with some terrible behaviour uh, and we have one that certainly takes the cake. It's going to be fun, so stick with us. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matt, uh, record numbers yesterday. Keep on, you know, it's, it's not about beating other people. It's about beating your own personal best. And Victoria <laughs> recorded over 500 cases of coronavirus yesterday, more than two weeks since the lockdown. So, uh... Look, fingers crossed, people start washing hands, socially distancing, staying at home if they have any symptoms whatsoever. Um, But also wearing a mask is now part of that one, suggested for not only Victoria, but, you know, potentially New South Wales as well, which has still got a little bit of uh, stuff simmering. Um, But we have seen that there have been a few confrontations between staff, police, uh, a few different people in Victoria as we move towards this new normal of a little bit of fabric over the orifices. does seem to bring the uh, worst out of people, doesn't it? Mm, Well, the Human Rights Charter. Um, I think Amnesty (laughs) International tweeted that uh, the Victorian government's in the clear and Bunnings is in the clear when it comes to violating human rights. They uh, were on there. We should know we've been... (laughs) protecting it since the 50s, I think they was their actual tweet. Um, well, I mean, the script has also been doing the rounds for all the people who do think it is a scamdemic. 
um, where they they suggest this is what you're supposed to be asking, uh, you know, officers. Have I disturbed the peace? Have I committed a crime? Only answer with another question if you're, you know, talked to by police officers, etc., etc. Uh, a lot of people responding to said script saying, well, this... This is not real. And uh, also it looks very American, a lot of the stuff that that they're claiming in the script. So there's a completely different charter, you know, overseas. Everyone's got their different uh, rules, regulations. When a state's in a state of emergency, there are certainly different things that that, uh, the society is held, uh, you know, by law to. Indeed. But there is one thing that strikes fear into the heart of anybody. Um, And no, it's not just saying I don't consent to being arrested, uh, which is a loophole, which uh, one particular (laughs) Malpertia did try. Is that what I've been getting wrong this whole time? Exactly. Exactly. You you should have just told the police officer who threw you to the ground, I don't consent to this. (laughs) He's like, whoop, sorry, my bad. I thought you were on board with uh, with this treatment. To all the criminals out there, that's what you've been doing wrong this whole time. But there is one thing which does strike fear, Matt. We've had a couple of instances of this with viral videos coming out. See if you can spot a common thread between these complainants. I do not consent to that and I will be suing you personally. Then that's discrimination and I can have you sued personally for discriminating against me as a woman. You will both be personally sued. Exposes you personally and Bunnings to being sued. (laughs) Oh, no one wants to get sued Sued. at all. That's the worst thing. Sounds like they were listening to our show yesterday. Um, uh, But there it is. It is the thing that strikes fear into the heart of anyone who seems to have done you wrong. So that's why we've asked you who you'd like to sue. I can have you sued. And we've had a few people get in touch. Yeah, that's right. Jay from Sydney. Hey, Jay, uh, who would you like to sue? Well, if you listen to the podcast, it'd be Sam allowing that smoothie clickfish <laughs> article to get through. Yeah, that was <laughs> pretty often. Sam Cav, our producer. Know, of the show. Wow, what um, a turnaround. I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah, you've been exposed. Here you are, Sam. You're supposed to vet the quality control here of this podcast. You're letting people talk about sperm smoothies. Well, don't on say there. it again. <laughs> exactly. Um, that talk back made me want to spew. Uh, what did it, how did it affect you there, Jay? Uh, emotional stress and trauma while mm. I was licking the sauce off my pasta plate. So it's probably not the best time to actually be hearing that stuff. But, you know, Ew. You it, you. Goodness me. Oh, and so well. a lawsuit will be coming forward to uh, to Sam Cav. Have you got any demands, you know, anything that you would like, you know, to take custody of in this legal proceedings? I think it's a case of if you're going to let an article pass through, he'd have to actually go through with what's in the article as well. So <laughs> Jesus, oh, he's up. so he's got a. He's got a <laughs> Jesus I don't know me. whether we've got the ingredients in the staff kitchen, Jay, but <laughs> I'm sure you can knock it up a bit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, get him off, get Jay off. Enjoy your bowl of carbonara, mate. All right, let's go. Come on. All right, we've also got Bill joining us. G'day, Bill. G'day, how's it going, guys? Good, Not thanks, too bad. Bill. Who would you like to sue? 
Well, I'd like to sue the Brisbane Broncos for oh. for the loss of my time, really. <laughs> oh, and uh, and it's a lot of time this year, hasn't it been? Oh, it, it has goodness. been a very. It's been a, like it's a shortened season, but it's felt like the longest year of football of my life. Oh my gosh, oh, Phil! I mean, yeah. it's pretty poor stuff. Um, what? Where do you think the low point is? Have we? Have we? Much like you know, Victoria may have reached its peak yesterday. Do you reckon you've reached the low point, or it can go go further down? I think so. It's very possible we could get get to the bottom of the ladder this season. But you know, at, at the moment, I reckon we could put some secondhand uh, safety masks on the field, and they'd probably do a better job at defence than. <laughs> than the boys they got out there at the minute. Oh, man. All right. Well, what do you think the Broncos should do? <laughs> well, it, I, I can cop the losses. It's just the level of the loss. And not only that, but the media speculation as well. Like, I can I can handle the 80 minutes over the weekend, but then I'm constantly reading more and more news articles about dropping this guy or that guy from the team or the coach is leaving or something like that. So it's just, it's just all those hours as well. They just need to put in a bit of effort, maybe, maybe recruit the... Uh, the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did see Big Wendell Sailor get uh, get pummeled by the the uh, cheese and onions in the staff vending machine here at, uh, at Podcast One Studios. So yeah, who knows? Maybe a team of vending machines would do better than, uh, than all the Broncos at this stage. Well, Bill, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we'll Thanks, pass on to the Brisbane Broncos that you are planning to sue, and uh, we'll see what we can do. You. <laughs> Cheers, Bill. Chris, um, welcome to Matt and Alex. Who would you like to sue? Oh, I would very much like to sue the entire TV show that is Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, oh I'm with you. Oh, thank come you, Chris. On. Mate, oh, it is man. absolute garbage. I've never watched a second of it, but I did quite enjoy MasterChef. And then every time an ad break comes on, I have to put up with that crap for, you know, they bombard don't, you full of Don't the knock it till you've watched a few minutes of it, Chris. I was like you. Suddenly now I'm trying to figure out, you know, I know Tim's going to have a few drinks tonight and and get yapping at people, start stirring some trouble. <laughs> Kira's just come in. She's she's causing trouble with Alicia. Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. <laughs> Jamie, well, what's Matt, his deal? Just be careful or you're going to be you're getting put in this lawsuit here, Chris. Uh, what yeah. do you think the, uh, the producers? Well, of the show, I'm <laughs> sure. Uh, oh, the law student since he's standing up for it so strongly. Well, come on, here, here. Yeah. I, I defend my uh, twelve clients or however many are on the show, plus a couple of intruders coming in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Little class action happening there. All right. Well, thank you very much, Chris. I'm certainly behind you when it comes to the Sue of uh, of that particular show, and we've got. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to try and keep it, keep it off. I'm keeping close eye on Matt O'Kides to uh, make sure Thanks, that uh, mentions are at a minimum. Have a good one, mate. You too. Thanks, boys. Catch up. <laughs> you well, do. there you go. Uh, <laughs> we rest our case. If there's anyone you'd like to sue, get in touch with the crew here at Matt and Alex All Day <laughs> Breakfast. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now let's move on to our next guest. And look, if you like good music, you'll probably like Jack River.
But if you also like making the world a better place, you'll probably like Jack River as well because she's been doing a lot to help that happen, not the least of which uh, starting a new podcast, talking to some uh, really cool people uh, from around Australia. To Rebel in the Times is the name of it. She's doing it now. Joining us live from the podcast studio in her home at the moment. Hello, Jack River. Hello. How are you guys going? Thanks for having me. We're so good and we're so thankful that you could join us. We've spoken to a few musicians Jack River about what this period in time has been like for them. How have you found COVID, you know? Yeah, uh, personally, it's been okay for me um, because I luckily moved out of the city uh, a couple of years ago and got a dog and pretty set up here. So personally, it's been fine, but professionally, it's been extremely worrying and and very scary as complete unknown still sitting out there for our whole industry and of course, just general worry about the whole entire world and Donald Trump and viruses. And- well, you say that, but can you recite the five things? Go, do it with me. It's a person, man, woman, camera, TV. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I watched that is yesterday. It, <laughs> is it that well, I was waiting what, for to cat, prove his so cognitive like- abilities? He was able to recall those five words. <laughs> You're so smart, Alex. <laughs> um, but, but, but I guess, you know, like a lot of people, the uh, the cancellations, et cetera, have prompted you to to look at what you like to do and what you really want to do and how you want to uh, use your voice and platform. And you've started a, a whole new project. Can you talk about the uh, Sounds of Change? Yeah, absolutely. So I started working on this podcast last year. I wasn't one of the people that did the podcast like that <laughs> terrible ABC thing? I felt so weird when I saw that ABC video. Oh, it's to forget the ABC <laughs> thing. Stuff the them. ABC. We've okay, got a podcast. It's cool, man. It's cool. I started last year, guys. But anyway, <laughs> I just um, I have so many great conversations with fellow musicians about stuff that matters, and you know, Alex, I've even talked to you a few times about youth and politics, and um, I just feel like in music we're often only asked about our songs and you know how we wrote them and and all of that and a lot of artists have so much more to talk about and I just found that in Australian media there was like a lack of space for it and I'm no I don't have a radio voice I'm not going to be in radio or anything but like (laughs) it's just I love podcasts so much I love listening to conversations so I just thought why not fast track this um experiment and everyone's sitting at home we can talk to people that are super far away um you know corona kind of opened up the whole zoom world for that so yeah it's been uh wonderful and the conversations are like super far ranging from motherhood to um you know indigenous rights in the states and uh yeah environmental touring and so it's cool it's done what i wanted to do and i'm sure we'll do more of it yeah. yeah, that's a super interesting region to talk about, environmental touring, because I guess uh, with, you know, air travel being pretty decimated by this, um, some people are saying we can't go back to what it was if we do want to, um, you know, stop the climate from changing too rapidly to a point where we're unable to control it. What are the um, you musicians and you know, socially conscious people saying to you about, uh, yeah, the way that we'll come out of this and potentially, you know, look at the other um, existential threats threatening our whole society? There are a few. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, well, I must correct myself. There's no such thing as environmental touring. It's more so um, looking at how we can tour a little greener, in inverted mm-hmm. commas. Um, 
Oh, I guess the the flight thing hasn't been um, remedied. I think that you know carbon offsetting your flights is a great thing to do. Um, we I saw. I mean, real- Greta, Greta Thunberg's been on the done the yacht thing. Can yes. we get the tour yacht? <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> if I had some co- more Corona cash than I do, I would be getting a yacht for sure. Maybe we yeah, could borrow a, a Navy ship or something if they're not used in the South China Sea. Well, I don't think people are going to be using the Ruby Princess anytime soon, so maybe you could yeah. uh, just get after on a that deep one. clean would be. Uh, we could chuck a few speakers up there and be good to go. I reckon Carnival could give us a cleaned up Ruby Princess. That would be great. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Happy to, you know, take on, commandeer any ships that come our way, I'm sure. But I think the the coolest change that's happening is in packaging on site. And um, I guess the next level is like Jack Johnsoning your tour and um, getting around in like all the right fueled buses and uh, demanding things from the venues and stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, everyone's taking their small steps. Um, and we do talk to Ziggy Alberts a bit about that, so it should be interesting. Well, I saw that he's coming up on the podcast. Have you already recorded that? We did. Um, we oh. recorded that a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, and it focuses all, all on Ziggy's incredible work in the area and his team. He's, you know, started a record label. They've done so much for touring in Australia, like doing a carbon neutral um, event at River Stage in Brisbane, which had never been done before. They like compost shit on site and stuff. Amazing. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, we don't, we, uh, it was recorded a few weeks ago, so. So you don't touch on the the recent. So go um, on, say it, what? (laughs) So, so what? This is obviously a leading question. Well, you know, it's, it's a heated time in the world. Everyone's throwing their two cents in and I know that Ziggy has thrown his two cents in on um, the fact of wearing masks and and how you can be fined for that in Victoria. Um, but this interview really does focus on the environmental work that he's done, which is, you know, very great. So yeah, it's. I think it's a good point to to remind us that. Um, one single opinion held by someone doesn't discount every single there thing that that work. person does and the and the the things that they're doing. While I don't agree with Ziggy at all, and to an extent, I believe that his statements about mask wearing, etc., could are harmful. Also, he is doing great things to lead the way in 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 areas that the world should be following him in, you know? So it's yes. a, it's always a catch-22 yes. with things like this. It's, so It's really hard. And for the record, I don't agree with Ziggy's comments. It, that's not my personal opinion either. Um, but, mm. yeah, it's, it's an interesting area. And I think this is one where artists need to, you know, keep their minds and ears open, not to Ziggy's... Uh, questionable comments but I mean you know using your voice can be hard and challenging and and people might look back on things I've said and um think they're an absolute kook or you know wish they said something better but I hope that that doesn't stop people from talking on things that are really important I was going to ask you, Jack River, we heard a little bit of your Peking Duck feature before, Sugar, which was hugely successful um, in lockdown, people doing these things over the internet. Have you been sending off any vocals to some some people to get some feats happening? I haven't been sending them off. Actually, just this week I kind of came around to writing some music because I felt very frozen by the times 
and just like what is music's worth in these times and then I re- <laughs> remembered and then uh yeah just today I've started flicking a song off to a few people so we'll see what comes back <laughs> it's I mean it's easy for you to, to like while everyone's in a sort of sour, like down mood, somber mood by, by what's happening, it's easy to forget that music is is life-saving in so many different ways. I know. I think it's nice, though. It comes in waves because I kind of remember it really genuinely when I really need it. Like I'll put on an album and I'll be like, oh, my God, I forgot how much this <laughs> song or album like actually heals my brain and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm worth something like to myself. Do you know oh. what? I, I, did it, I did it recently, and this is going to be really embarrassing, especially for all the people who are listening from the Triple who J days. <laughs> do you know what? I went, because I just had a, a daughter, like she was, she's one and a bit years old, and some of these rap lyrics from the modern day artist, Jack River, I'll tell you now, quite inappropriate. All right, so... <laughs> Busted they really little... get you. <laughs> yeah, let's Bust... go back to the more appropriate times when uh, Snoop Dogg was in the 90s just saying the <laughs> no. real so family-friendly stuff. NWA, they were a good Britney wholesome Spears. children's music. <laughs> no, it wasn't Britney, although I am I am a Britney Forever fan. Um, John Mayer, absolutely, like, started listening to John Mayer's first two albums again and it really brought back a lot of memories. It made me feel happy for... for you know, more innocent times. It was a really good reminder. And, and so what, what, what's Jack River been, you know, blowing the cobwebs off and uh, putting on the, on the speakers? Well, can I just say, I agree with you. Can you imagine like Jack Johnson, John Mayer, like that was pop music. I oh, mean, it's I think the world needed of, a time like that. <laughs> no, that was a simple, beautiful time. And I really Ben Stiller in the video clips. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. world was a beautiful place at those Davey times. Rudd was cool. <laughs> so, yeah, so well, what is are you, what are you still playing? Cool. Okay, no, but I'll, I'll, like, concur here and say that the Taylor Swift album coming out, that really got me, her folk album. I just, and I just love that she can come from, like, putting out Reputation or something or Love, love or whatever with snakes and hectic shit and then she puts out, like a folk album, we just believe it. Like, oh, you're so homely and, and I just want to stay home in the rain and it's raining and I don't know. Taylor got me. So John Mayer and Taylor, we're both going to be <laughs> We'll have a good big political sit-in. I mean, uh, but big, big, yeah, old school nostalgic sit-in one day. Listen to some John, listen to some folky Taylor. Yeah. Alex, what are you rinsing? Oh, it would must be, you know, sort of the math rock, um, cool thing, Radiohead, you know, just all the cool, cool oh. bands. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> it would probably oh, yeah. be. <laughs> so cool, man. Yeah, all just like everything you're trying to do. Yeah, my what body's not a wonderland. You're like the Avalanche's <laughs> new album or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I, like if I was going to put on an album, I, it would definitely be Coldplay, Rush of Blood to the Head. I just have the, every night, just press play on that, oh, go to sleep. Beautiful. Sometimes I'd make it as far as Amsterdam at the end. Sometimes I'd make it as far as the science. To sometimes I'd be out before, you know, in my place started. So it was, it's really good. And yeah, I could be very happy whenever that comes on. Absolutely. The Scientist is a communal, yeah, that, that song. Yeah. It Brilliant is one. stuff. Get on the video clip, oh, going backwards, Chris. All right. Well, Jack River, um, thank you so much for being a part of our show. Thank you so much. Bye. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect.
Now, a couple of weeks ago, Alex Dyson, we had a midnight snack with Ursula Carlson, and it prompted me to discuss the concept of a career ender, basically a situation that has prompted the ending of your career. Uh, I mentioned about my time on a um, short-lived TV series called Monarch Cove, where my role as Carlos the waiter was even shorter-lived after I dropped a glass by an expensive hotel pool, prompting a um, a, a pause of production for about an hour. And yeah, then- if you're a real waiter and you drop a <laughs> tray of glasses, it costs you usually the tray of glasses. If you're an actor waiter and you drop a tray of glasses, it costs you an hour of everyone's time and on a film shoot, that's running into the thousands, my friend. <laughs> so... And then the next day, I, I forgot to check my voicemails on my phone when they told me that I should turn up to film another scene. And I was uh, in a pub having a schnitzel and playing some pokies. When I got the call up, couldn't make it to set. Career ender. Monarch Cove was down. One <laughs> waiter named Carlos. Um, uh, so we asked you, when have you, when have you had a career ender? Um, my favourite so far has been Angus the Sparky, who cut the wrong cord as an apprentice and took down... Ticketmaster in Adelaide for three days. Uh, his bosses weren't too happy about about that one. And uh, yeah, we've put the call out. We love hearing your career enders, and uh, I think we've got a good one here. Yeah. So we have Corey on the line from Torquay. Corey, how's it going? G'day, how you going? Good, thanks, Corey. Now you messaged uh, Matt and Alex on Instagram um, with your own career ender. Let's. Uh, Paint a picture for us uh, from beginning to end. What happened? Where, where did it all go wrong? Uh, I was working at Mitre 10 years ago. I was 18. I'm 31 now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started there when I was 17, so I sort of turned 18 in the job, did a retail traineeship, which I never used for the rest of my life, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's got one of those from becoming of age. I certainly yeah. haven't used my uh, – actually, no, I have used my making a chicken schnitzel uh, skills <laughs> for when I worked at Leonard's Chicken and Gateway Plaza Warrnambool. But um, anyway, it's all, life is one big learning experience, Corey. But here you are, 17 and going into 18 at Mitre 10. Were you mighty handy? I was, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> I worked in the timber section. Amazing yeah. stuff. So uh, things turn a little bit pear-shaped when you hit the company Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, we had a – there was a pub across the road from the Mitre Town. So the owner was there and manager and all the workers, and uh, they obviously had the open tab and put a bit of a feed on. I was freshly 18. It was my first sort of time that I was drinking free booze, basically. Oh, and, uh, we've all been there, mate. That's so dangerous. Well, conditions are ripe here for career ending. Um, it is, well, it's the perfect storm here, Corey. All right, well, uh, what's happened next? Uh, so the workmate I was with, we were sort of partners in crime in the company, if you'd say that. And um, anyway, the owner took off and left the manager in charge to close down the tab once he left. And um, it was one of those weird managers, you know, the old guys, and they're really straight down the line. But once you get a few beers in him, it's a bit of a loose cannon. But um, uh, it's, they're usually a bit like a big straight bit of timber in the uh, in the. Home. You get a bit of steam on it, and it starts to warp. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the, he uh, he forgot to close the tab down, 
Oh. So me and my workmate took full advantage of that and Oof. sort of advertised it in the bar that uh, the minor 10 tab was still open and just to put oh. strengths onto that. <laughs> oh, no. So, so the whole... people who didn't work at minor 10, you just told everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, so that was... Well, back then, Jaeger bombs were pretty big, so a lot of, <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> about 10 bucks a piece, so a lot of those went on. So. Oh, cheersing to Mitre 10 at every single bomb and uh, <laughs> knocking a few back. So what, what, what did we end up here? What was the tab? Uh, we were, from the time that the manager left, we were 750 over at the end of it. So, and I'm sure that they were stoked about that, weren't they? Yeah, it sort of gets worse, but um, we <laughs> <laughs> we slept. We had to work the next day, and we slept in the um, Midtown car park in our cars, and went in in the morning in the in the timber yard there, and we still a little bit pissed, and um, put some chainsaw oil down on the ground of the yard, and we're trying to do donuts in the forklift. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I I slid out and hit our um, $9,000 table saw that was out the back and cracked it right down the middle. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That is, Corey, that is, that's a career ender right there, my friend. <laughs> and so... So the the owner and the manager they come back. <laughs> They're seven hundred and fifty bucks Jaeger bombs down, <laughs> right? They've got a cracked ten grand saw. They've got, they got you there in they the got chainsaw oil, grease. chainsaw oil on the ground. So uh, yeah, what was the, what what happened? Well, we came back Monday and uh, my hours been had been cut from forty hours a week to twelve. And, uh, wait, wait, wait. They still gave you 12 hours a week? Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? You would not be working tried. 12 seconds at my store <laughs> if, I, if, that, if that happened to me. They tried to make us pay for the tab, but that wasn't going to happen. And, um, yeah, I went up into the owner's office and I just said to him, mate, like, uh, I'm getting the message loud and clear. Are you trying to, are you trying to sack me? And he said, no, I've never sucked anyone in my life. So he's just basically making me quit. So. <laughs> well, hey, that's surprising he hasn't sucked anyone. If someone <laughs> doughies in the forklift <laughs> while still pissed on his on Jaeger bombs he's paid for. Cracks <laughs> 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 his sword open. I think he's, the... he's still giving you 12 hours a week, mate. Goodness, who is this minor 10 angel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I ended up quitting anyway and... Went on to pick leaks for about a year, so that was probably worse, but yeah. Oh, Wait, mate. Sorry, pick leaks? Is that what you said? Yeah, picking leaks, yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> for 11 bucks an hour cash, yeah. Oh, Corey, Corey, Corey. <laughs> All right, thank tune you in for next that. week to, so we can see how Corey's leak picking career ended. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, until then, Corey, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having a laugh with us today. Um, uh, yeah, about your career-ending story, it is, uh, it's been a ripper. So we'll, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Take it easy. Uh, good on you. Take it easy. Hey, uh, let us know if you have a career-ender that matches Corey from Torquay. Whew. That, that's a doozy. <laughs> 
Well, Meadowkind, that absolute debacle brings us to the end of another episode of All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Very much appreciate it. Before we do go, though, Meadowkind always has his eyes on the mailbag and uh, what's been happening uh, with Matt and Alex mailbag, Matty boy. Well, look, Christy Evans, Kirsty Evans, sorry, said, uh, hey, I know it hasn't been super long, but can we get an update if Mitch and Poppy worked out? Ooh. True. Um, Our uh, Matt and Alex lovemakers segment set two people up on a date. It seemed to go pretty well, um, but it's been a couple of weeks, Matt. Do we have an update? Yes. Mitch got in touch with us. He says, guys, Poppy and I met yesterday. Got along all right. In person? Yep. Got along all right. But there wasn't any real chemistry. All good. Just thought you guys might want an update. Cheers, Mitch. Oh, well, Mitch. Oh, Oh, well, Poppy. Look, we can always keep trying. There's plenty more Mitches and Poppies in the seas for you. That's it. And um, it is great for our new segment, Matt and Alex Friend Makers, which uh, (laughs) is coming to a podcast near you. Absolutely. Hey, uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to today's show and listening all the time. Never hesitate to get in touch with us, matt.n.alex on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you no matter when you're listening, no matter where you're listening. Yeah, and speaking of where you're listening, we'd actually really love to see where you're listening, you know? So if maybe even right now, whilst my words are echoing in your ears, take a little photo of yourself, you know? Show us where it's from. Maybe you're lying down in bed at night and you need a bit of a flash or maybe you're sort of going on a hike or something. No matter where it is, we'd really love to see you. Take a picky um, tag, matt.n.alex, and chuck it up in your stories because we'd like to compile a little, um, yeah, just a little spreadsheet of, uh, of the cool people that we're having a chat to every morning from 6am. Thanks so much to Holly Rankin, a.k.a. Jack River, for joining us. Catch you tomorrow with some lime cordial. Very exciting, the boys. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.